2: All right, good evening. Welcome to Draft 4-1-2. We're going to do a bunch of Pirate talk tonight as the Pirate season is winding down. Uh, counting tonight, they got six games left. Uh, they're in a 2-2 battle right now with the Phillies. Um, a lot of exciting things going on with the Pirates and a lot of things that make you scratch your head too. So let's jump right into this, boys. Um, Emmett, from what you've watched with the 2023 Pirates, What have they showed you to make you excited for next year or or for the future seasons?
0: Well, the, the fact that they didn't completely collapse, uh, that they did, uh, you know, feel a relatively competitive team. Uh, You look at the way they started and the way they finished. It was, uh, it was certainly more than anyone would have expected. Uh, Certainly some local pundits that uh, uh, couldn't, you know, breathlessly kept saying that he had information that the, the, uh, the front office was planning on punting on 2023 tanking uh, for, uh, you know, more draft picks and things like that. And uh, the fact that they uh, they did not go out and do that, that, uh, that they did bring young players up, uh, that uh, the pitching, you know, at, at times was, was very encouraging. So there's a lot of building blocks there that, uh, that I think uh you know uh it, it looks that they're going to be a, you know a, a 10 to 15 game improvement uh over last year uh that that that's encouraging
2: all right and by the way i, I apologize that was emmett man and we got david Finoli, uh two of the cohorts here at draft 412 i'm a little out of my element here a little bit later than we normally do this but it's good to go we're talking Pirates while we watch the Pirates, so you can't go wrong there dave Besides the pitching, like Emmett um, mentioned, is there anything in that lineup that really um, makes you excited towards the next year?
1: You know what? What what makes me excited is we're starting to see the future come alive now. You you look at the infield. We don't have a first baseman. I'm not necessarily a fan of Triolo at first because I just don't think he has enough pop. Um, that's going to be an area. There's nothing really in the minors. Um, that you have, I was hoping they try Andujar there a little bit, but um, that might be your big free agent uh, look in the off season. But you got Pugero at second, who looks like he could have a special bat. He's not a shortstop, but at second base, I I, I like him more defensively. Uh, you got Cruz. Uh, uh, people wonder is he going to be a Rennie Stennett? Is he um, as far as not being able to resume his career after that? Medicine's a lot better now than it was. 40, 50 years ago, and I think he'll be just fine coming back, and that'll be an exciting bat in there. Cabrian Hayes seems to – has been consistent down the stretch here, seems to have finally uh, uh, fixed his issues, and uh, um, I look forward to the season he can put through next uh, year. In the outfield, you got Reynolds. Um, Davis, tough to learn a position in in the major leagues. He only had nine outfield appearances before, but – I I do believe in his bat going forward. I believe in Andy Rodriguez will have an improved bat next year, and he's improved defensively um, as he's been up here. So you have the core of your future there. You're getting them the experience. They're uh, four games over 500 through uh, the 60-some game since uh, the trade deadline, and I just think the future's bright, and I like seeing – basically as you said the rumors of people giving up on this team it was anything but it's a team that's growing I, I wasn't going to be excited to win 75 games with the like of aging veterans on this team uh, uh, who weren't going to be here next year that's not exciting this is exciting
2: and and by the way uh, you mentioned Cabrian Hayes his 15 homers might be the the uh, quietest 15 home runs in a long time it was hard to believe that he even hit that many but You're right. He's been hot of late. Um, Great glove. Uh, I agree with what both of you guys said. The infield, um, they got a lineup. They got got pitching. I mean, they do got some young pitching. It's just a matter of um, when we're going to see the young pitching all come together uh, up in the major leagues. Dave, we're going to stay with you. The 2023 season, let's do the opposite side now. What in this year has disappointed you and concerns you for the future?
1: I was excited about the pitching coming into this year. Um, Keller, save for a few uh, uh, tough outings in the second half, has had a nice season, and and Oviedo has has uh, pitched well down the stretch too. But you expected Ortiz uh, to to step forward this year, and and while he's pitched better as of late, he's had a disappointing year. Contreras, uh, he seems like he's not injured, so I don't know where that velocity went to, and. And he's even he continues to struggle a bit in Indianapolis uh, uh, down there. That's disappointing. Uh, Priestner, really, I uh, he had a nice last month at AAA before they called him up, um, but he was a guy that I hoped would have done a little better um, uh, coming up with the Pirates this year. So the the pitching isn't what I I thought it would be. There's still a lot of great young arms down there. The strength of a of a of a great system is their pitching. So, uh, you know, the, the Jared Jones and, and, uh, Anthony, uh, Salimento, uh, uh, certainly, uh, bode well for the future. And you certainly hope Ortiz can uh, find his way back and Contreras can find their way back. But that to me was the most disappointing thing that I expected to be a plus uh, this year.
2: And what do you think? Uh, what, what disappointed you this year? Um, I think they're right around. I know at the beginning of the year, we I think all three of us might have said at one point or another they would. Uh, we, we thought they would hit 500 this year. Um, what, what was your biggest disappointment as, as the season went on? Situational
0: hitting and the lack of making contact, uh, particularly um, taking called third strikes. They're just way too passive at the plate. Uh, they don't have. They're just way too many at-bats that just aren't intelligent, Uh, you know, they're thinking too much and acting too little, Uh, so it's, uh, uh, I I think that, and the other disappointment for me is the consistent middle bullpen. And, you know, that's, a lot of MLB teams have that problem, uh, that uh, there, there are some encouraging signs starting the game, and certainly at the back end of the game, but uh, some of those guys, those arms in the middle, uh, are you know chuck and pray.
2: And and Emmett, we'll stay with stay with you. Are you? I think I asked you this earlier in the uh, season. I don't know if I asked you this in the uh, in our text messaging or on a podcast, but were you shocked that Andy Haynes got renewed and, and getting uh-huh
0: not not really because it, there there just seems to be something that ownership and general managers of all the pittsburgh teams something in the water they drink that they are just loathe to get rid of underperforming coaches uh and managers <laughs> uh you know uh, matt canada you know why is he still with the steelers andy haynes why is he still coming back uh next year to the pirates why is tar- todd reardon still with the penguins it just for some reasons they're they're loyal uh, beyond any reasonable doubt.
2: Emmett, what um next question we'll give to you is what is the uh, who is a player right now on the roster that's sort of flying under the radar that you believe will be a part of this team in the future? It's a little bit of a tricky question, um, but but what player do you feel that no one's really talking about that you will see in the lineup or? as a big bench performer next season that no one's talking about?
0: I, you know, I, I'm not sure there really is one. I, I think everyone has been, uh, talked about, uh, Andrew Har's been talked to death. Palacios has had some big clutch hits, uh, that, uh, that, uh, you know, has, has brought, uh, PNC Park to their feet. Uh, Alika Williams with his glove, uh, you know, Triola has, has had some nice days, you know, it, Maybe it's, it's one of those middle arms. Uh, maybe it could be a, a Bailey Falter or, uh, a, you know, one of those guys that uh, are kind of bouncing between opener and bolt guys that, that might be a rotation guy. But I don't, I don't know if there's anyone that's flying under the radar uh, with this roster.
2: Dave, what about a guy like uh, Afonso Rivas? Do you think he has any potential at all to be a, a first baseman in the future here, or is he just a stopgap till they either convert uh, Henry Davis or or find a, a veteran, bring in a veteran for that position?
1: He's a quad A player. He he um he's not the kind of guy that's. I mean, I I likened him to Sid Bream when they got him, uh, a guy who had. Uh, uh, was probably a much more powerful hitter in the minors than he translated to in in, uh, in the majors. But dare I say, he's no Sid Bream. So um, Rivas, I think at best, is a quad A player, stopgap. But um, unless you have a nice lineup around him, he's not a guy I, I'd want to go forward with.
2: You're muted. You're muted, JT. My bad. Dave, Dave, do you have anybody? Where did Dave go? I'm I'm here. here. Do you hear me? Um, yeah, I can hear you. <laughs> Dave, Dave, do you have do you have anybody that um do you have anybody on the roster right now that you think may be under the radar that you think will be more valuable than maybe people are are seeing now, like a guy that will grow with this team?
1: I'm like Emmett. I think I think uh, most people have gotten uh, uh, a lot of talk. But I mean, the two guys who I think might be more important than what they're given credit to. Um, um, I, I've i uh, you hear the talk about Holderman has a potential to be a closer, blah, blah, blah. I don't buy that. I think Majinski is a guy who who maybe doesn't get the credit. Uh, all the credit he's deserved for as good as he's pitched. I feel more comfortable with him in the eighth inning than I do Holderman. Um, I thought Baruki has pitched much better than certainly uh, by, I had thought uh, uh, he would, he seems uh, like he's been consistent down the stretch, especially. Um, but I'm like, I, I think most of, most of the guys who have come have, have been talked, uh, uh, talked about through the roof. Jose Hernandez is a, is another guy that surprised me um, through the year as a, as a roll five pickup. I didn't, although he hasn't pitched as well down the stretch, he's given up a few more homers and uh, you'd want for the innings pitch. He's gone through, but he's another guy who, who uh, I thought has, has done much better than, uh, than I thought he would. But I, I agree with Evan as far as uh, uh, guys under the radar.
2: Dave, what about the gluttony of middle infielders? this team seems to always have? We got like O'Neill Cruz. We got uh, Paguero, We got Nick Gonzalez, who just got caught up. Uh, Alika Williams who showed us a glove done, like when he came up. Not really much of a bat. Um, do you think one of them guys could hold a piece to a, to a decent – like a, getting a decent piece back for us? Maybe like a Gonzalez getting dealt or even a team that loves Pagaro's, um power?
1: I mean if they blew him away yeah they they could bring back I I don't think Pegarra would be on the market I would hate to see Gonzalez on the market cuz I'm a big believer in his potential um I mean Marcano when he gets healthy seems like he could be the odd man out um that I could see being traded I mean you get some minor pieces Bay um is is uh is not going to get you a lot coming back but You know, if I have a utility infielder up there, would I rather see Triola or Bay? I'd rather see Mm Triola. But um, I, I would, if I'm them. One thing that I'm going to hope this team doesn't do that that I thought we did in the mid uh, uh, last of the last winning seasons in the mid decade, and and that's trade my farm system away for pieces uh, to win there because. This farm system or this uh, small market team is not going to survive if you don't keep the depth in in the system. So um, Marcano would probably be the guy I would think is probably most liable to be traded at this point once he's healthy. Well,
0: he he's not going anywhere. Uh, no one's going to trade for him. He's, as a matter of fact, I would bet almost anything that the first day of training, uh, spring training, he ends up on the 60 day DL.
1: Yeah. I mean, he would have to be healthy before anybody would want him. I agree with that. I just don't, we have a glut, but I don't see any of them in the glut that I would trade that I would think would be worth it, um, would be worth what the, what they would get back. I, I don't know that there's a lot of worth out there and in, in what they have.
0: Yeah. Well, and that, that that's the important thing is what are they being moved for? If yeah. it's just you know, supplemental parts, then, you know, you know, you know, you move a bay. Uh, yeah. But if you are looking for a front line, you know, because there are there are big question marks about the starting rotation. And as you mentioned, first base uh, yeah. heading into next season uh, that likely are not going to be uh, solved in free agency because it's just not out there and it's not going to fit their budget. So, if you're going to trade for a frontline starter that's controllable or whatnot, it's going to cost you a Gonzalez or a Tamar Johnson or someone. Uh, and, uh, you know, it, it's, that's not emptying the, the, the farm system, it's stealing from strength. Uh, but if you're, you know, nibbling around the edges, then it's uh, a Marcano, a J1 Bay, although I think Bay, personally for me, is DFA fodder, but that's just me um so i mean there there are lots of guys i i, I do i i like the idea of cruz and paguero up the middle uh heading into next year because uh paguero is a completely different player at second than he is at short
1: yeah and, I, I, uh, yeah i'd have to be away if 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 gonzalez is and you're right i mean you got to give give worth i mean they're not going to give away johnson unless somebody absolutely blows him away because he's you know um but my my point was, I'm not talking necessarily about next year for a first base. I'm talking about over the course when they start winning, you know, I don't wanna see them dumping to get guy uh, to get rent-a players um because I don't think that would necessarily benefit the franchise going forward, and i don't I don't know that in two thousand and fourteen and fifteen they got those players that was worth that made them as uh, World Series contenders, necessarily. That was worth giving up the system, although the system wasn't anywhere as strong as it is now.
2: When when do these guys believe that uh Tamar Johnson will be a pirate? Like how many years do you give you give this Piguero and Cruz or Gonzalez and Cruz? Where do you where do you see Johnson? What you're uh, making his uh, mark in Pittsburgh? Go ahead,
0: Emmett. Uh Probably mid to late 2025, probably at best. Uh, you know, with just their history, he'll start at Greensboro for a little bit, he'll probably finish the year at Altoona, and I'm guessing 2025 he'll start at Indy. Uh, and if that goes well, uh, after the all star break, he'll be up. That's I'm just going off of what their history has been, he, uh, although they've gotten a little more aggressive with the with, with the uh. The promotions, um, but it's it, it's going to be on him. He'll hit his way to Pittsburgh, uh, and he'll determine when to get when when he gets there.
1: Yeah, I I would agree with that. I don't I don't think you'll see him next year. Um, I mean, his age is a factor too. He's a young kid, um, but um, I think twenty twenty five will be uh, the earliest you will see him. Um, still strikes out a hell of a lot more than I expected him to. Um, but he's also shown a, a decent eye with, with a lot of walks, but uh, definitely I b- would be stunned if you saw him in Pittsburgh in 24.
2: Dave, we saw a lot of minor leaguers caught up in 23. A lot of good ones. Henry Davis, Henry Rodriguez, um, Lodzinski, um, I can't, Peguero. I mean, we've seen a ton of, ton of talent from 23 uh, from the Pirates to call up uh, to their organization. In 2024, who do you think will be part of the, the Pirates, minor leaguers that get called up for a first time. Is there anybody in your mind that you think will will make well, the team? I
1: th- I think um, – I don't know that you'll see him at the beginning, but I, I certainly uh, think you'll see Jared Jones um, up here next year, uh, certainly a live arm. Um, seems to have settled down a little in, in India after some tough early starts. Um, I think towards the middle of next year, you'll see Anthony Salamedo. Um He'll probably start the year, I would assume, at Altoona. Um, uh, but I don't think he'll be there, uh, uh, too long, but I think you'll see him towards the middle of, of next year. Um, next year will be the year you start seeing some of these young arms, um, go through. Um, and as I said before, I'm, I'm really hoping they figure out what was, uh, the issue with, uh, uh, Contreras because man, when he was on last year, it, he was a, he was a wonderful pitcher to watch. Um. Just as I said before, my biggest disappointment was him. Um, but those are the two in, in the top of my head that I I think can contribute next year.
2: Anna, how about you? Who, who uh, that didn't get called up this year for the first time? You think in 24 that will be their year to uh, get caught up from the Pittsburgh Pirates?
0: I, I think Dave uh, nailed it. Uh, Jared Jones, uh, at, at some point, he, he is slowly evolving from a thrower to a pitcher. Uh, I I know a lot of people when he hit, he had three or four just lights out performances in July and August and people were clamoring for him. And right about the time they started clamoring for him, uh, AAA hitters caught up to him and just uh, crushed him uh, for, for a couple of weeks, but then he he settled down uh, somewhat towards the end. Uh, Solomito, I think is definitely a chance to be up. I I think it'll be later. I think he'll be more of a, uh, maybe a september call up uh simply because again if you look at the way he finished at at double a he got hammered he got hammered a lot now that's a question of did did double a hitters and organizations figure out his funky delivery or is it because he he had a huge jump in innings and he just ran out of gas so uh uh, I agree with Dave. He probably starts at Altoona. If he starts putting up numbers like he did when he first got there, it'll be a quick trip to Indy. Uh, but I would I would think they're 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 going to give him a good long leash uh, at Indy. One guy that I think could could be a surprise uh, that just got to AAA at the end of the year. He's he's one of my favorites. It is Matt Gorski, uh, outfielder, former second round pick, ton of power, great defender like everyone else strikes out too much, but uh, those rates have come down uh, a little bit, but uh, uh, he'll start at Indy. And if he gets hot uh, and especially if the pirates don't make any significant power moves in the off season uh, and they're heart and they're starving for power at the beginning of 2024, um, he just, he, he might be the call.
2: Emmett, I'm going to stick with you. Um, this is how have you dig a little bit. You and Dave have so much uh, minor league knowledge on the Pirates, which is great for uh, Draft Four One Two. Who is a future minor leaguer? And I'm not talking about like a Paul Skeens or a Tamar Johnson, right. um, but a future minor leaguer to keep an eye on that is still a couple years away. But you're you're telling them right now, hey, keep an eye on this kid. This kid's got some real talent. A couple
0: of guys at, at, at pretty much at different level levels. Uh, again, some of these guys are my own personal favorites, so there's probably a little bit of bias in my choice, but, um, one that I, I, the first time I saw him was a couple of years ago. He was brought over for the minor league camp an international signing, uh, Song Ching. Cheng. Uh, he's playing, uh, in, in uh, shortstop at Altoona, but he can play second, very good defender, very fast. And if you look at his swing, it is one of the more beautiful swings I have ever seen. Uh, not again not a lot of power but uh, this this guy has got 300 and above potential will steal a bunch of bases uh he will be everything uh uh tiwan Bay was not uh then uh Darryl Lopez again another guy with power uh that that uh, that could uh move quickly good defender uh was hurt towards the end of the year so he kind of dropped off uh, low A, Shalen Polanco a big signing 2.35 million a few years ago started off really slow but he was 18 years old at low a uh, or 19 he turned 19 in February uh, you know all around good player defense speed uh, bat some power potential and then my last guy's really uh, far off the radar and it's one of those things you never know but he's probably probably the most intriguing. Prospect for me, and might will probably be higher on my top fifty list than most other guys. And that's Tony Blanco, Blanco Jr. Excuse me, uh, eighteen-year-old. Uh, again, another big signing uh, uh, two years ago. He's he's he, he was just in the Dominican summer league. Ton of power, but very very rough. Uh, he uh, he 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 had a walk-off home run to send the uh, the Pirates Gold team. To the the, the D- Dominican Summer League uh, Championship, uh, contact issues. But again, he 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 just turned 18 in May, but he's he's already six. He's six five, I believe, and, and, and two forty five or something. Just a specimen. Um, and if he figures out the contact with his power and his other tool, he he could be a fan favorite if he ever makes it to Pittsburgh.
2: Dave, anybody you'd like to add to that to that list of players in the system that you um, people may not, the regular Pirates fans may not know, that you'd like to bring to their attention?
1: Well, I I mean the first guy I'm going to mention, a lot of people should know, um, and I mention him only because he was having such a disastrous year, but seems to have all of a sudden uh, figured it out and and was lights out down the stretch, and that's Bubba Chandler, the guy who. Um, Came in the Clemson quarterback, um, who ever, ever, the one thing uh, people were talking about was he was a two-way player, but uh, found out he couldn't uh, couldn't really hit in uh, in professional ball. But he has the liveliest fastball in, in the um, in the system, and he was just not hitting the plate. But you know, I was reading an article about him. He, he seems to have finally grown up a little bit. Um, and uh, is starting to live up to his potential. And that's, that's kind of exciting to see Chang. I, I, um, uh, agree with, uh, Emmett, uh, certainly, uh, uh put himself on the radar this year and I think has some, uh, uh potential down the stretch. Uh, Jack Brannigan, uh, was a guy who, um, consistently hit at uh, uh Bradenton and uh, Greensboro after he moved up, um, who kind of caught my eye as as he was going uh, um, going through there, and uh, um, Lord knows he only struck out 58 times, uh, which is a minor uh, a minor miracle among uh, uh, the triple digit uh, uh, pirate strikeout uh, uh, guys going forward. Um, and then one guy uh, where I really haven't seen him; it's just just what I read. Um, he, he pitched only a couple times uh, in uh, rookie ball in, in Florida as uh, uh, their top free agent uh, uh, international pitcher who was considered the top 10 pitcher, and that's uh, uh, Shim, um, who uh, just you hear so much about him hitting triple digits at uh, 17 years old. Um, and again, a lot can happen a- at that point in time. Uh, I think that... Kid's name we signed him out of Cuba was uh, the previous uh, uh, regimes uh, actually two or three previous regimes ago uh, uh, biggest uh, free free agent international signing and that was Josef Herrera um, Cuban pitcher who started out uh, being uh, close to a triple digit pitcher and by the time he got to the majors he was hitting ninety and uh, and was uh, beaten pretty bad so you never know but that's exciting when you when you see that kind of stuff. Uh, because certainly you expect as, as, uh, young players, that young grow into their bodies that, that they're going to improve on their, on the speed of their pitching. And this guy's at triple digits at this point. So I look forward to seeing him hopefully, uh, at Bradenton next year, I would assume he'll start again in, uh, in the rookie leagues just as his age, but, um, He'll be kind of neat to see when he hits uh, the system. And Polanco's another guy, I, I agree with you, Emmett, uh, that's kind of exciting uh, going forward. Uh, let's not forget Lonnie White, who pitched, who hit uh, not a lot of power, the Penn State football recruit. Um, actually had a great last uh, month and a half of the season uh, with Brayton and looked like he's going he's gonna to live up to his, uh, after a lot of injuries, uh, to start his professional career. Looks like he can live up to uh, uh, what they thought.
2: Guys, great, great information on, on the minor leagues and, and the pirates in general. And, and people that don't know out there, we are going to be uh, involved in helping write a uh, Pirate Prospect book, which will be out when again, Dave? It's in March or it's, February?
1: It's exciting. We're going to put it out in February. It'll cover We're we're going to um, include uh, a group of uh, four writers from uh, Pirate Prospects who um, are just incredible wealth of knowledge along with uh along with our group at Draft 412 uh, on the Pirate System. It's going to be called uh, the Pirate 2024 Pirate uh, Minor League System. Um, we're going to have the top 50 recruits, great scouting reports and stats on the top 50 prospects. We're going to do uh, many uh, reports on number 51 through 75. We're going to have uh, some great uh, articles on the history of, of uh, prospects uh, over the last uh, hundred and some odd years. Um, John Drecker, who is a, an incredible pirate historian, um, will be helping us out with that, along with myself. And, um, you know, we'll get – it'll it'll be a very comprehensive uh, look at what is considered by many the uh, best uh, minor league system in baseball. So look for that uh, in mid-February.
2: Guys, a lot of exciting things coming up. Once again, check us out at wwwdraft four one two. Dot com sign up for the newsletter uh we got a newsletter every every friday with you probably get around five or six prospect profiles um, right now it's more tilted to- it towards football but uh during hockey baseball and i think eventually we're going to be picking up basketball as well as draft carolina comes on board um the first week of october guys thank you guys so much for um hanging out talking some pirate baseball and um hopefully we connect again for the pirates Uh, in the off-season when when moves start being made. I, I appreciate your guys' time. Thank you.
1: All right. Good fun.
2: All right. Thank you.